This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Manners maketh man. Do you know what that means? I'm the Homelander. Mm-hmm. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. So many feelings flying around anyways. This is Sparta! Do you not hear the crazy? Aloha! What is up? It is Friday night. Your time for independent comics and independent wrestling on a 4th of July weekend. Are we going to bring the fireworks tonight, Fred? I'm going to make it bang, I guess. Can I say that? Bang? No. Yeah, yeah. I think bang's allowed. That's you can't true. say banging as fuck, though, because that'll get you canceled. <laughs> banging AF. <laughs> banging AF. Yeah. That's a lot. That's All what right. I do. I bang so. AF. All right, we're going to have to edit me saying F-bombs. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) So what's up? Nothing. I'm just uh, enjoying the heat here. Uh, Getting darker every day. It feels good. The heat there. What do you mean you're getting darker? Are you outside? All the time, yeah. See, then it's not that hot because you're actually outside and enjoying it. If I were outside for five minutes, there would be no joy. It's zero joy. 95 here i mean that's comfortable by the pool that's comfortable with a cold drink not in the great white north (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you i go out there and i need a nap after five minutes i need a shower and a nap (laughs) okay you say you saying that this is comfortable is like me when it's five inches of snow and i'm shoveling the driveway in my shorts and you're like what the fuck yeah that's not comfortable I'm sorry. But it's comfortable to me. <laughs> See the difference? <laughs> See, because you're insane. See, no, I put up with that. It's that Viking blood. <laughs> so that I don't have to put up with shoveling snow. See, yeah. the heat, I just stay inside, stay in the air conditioning. Everything's yeah. all right. The snow, you have to go move that shit to get your car out. See, well, no. <laughs> not, not really. I mean, we have four-wheel drive vehicles here. Oh, uh, okay. Because but don't. That, what if your garage gets like blocked? Don't you have to move the stuff? Well, I don't even garage? park in the garage. That's like another storage space. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Same. Yeah, Same. That's, it's just a storage. Spot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we got all types of stuff in there. I don't yeah. even know what's in there. Somebody could be living in there. All I know. <laughs> Joey makes sure Joey doesn't have a girlfriend in there or something. <laughs> I don't think Joey has a girlfriend. Oh, that's too bad. That is too bad. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Crocodile tears. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else fun happened? Did you watch anything good this week? Did the boys start yet? No, it didn't. I okay. think it starts like September 4th. Um, oh, September. Okay. Let's see. What did we watch? We watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm. It's kind of cartoons. Yeah. I think they've made comics. Yeah, they did. Um, I I didn't stay for the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Marvel or DC, so it does qualify as indie. No, Um, it does. It does. Yeah. But I I didn't I didn't stay for the whole thing. What did we watch? Oh, remember the Titans, the the football movie. That's uh, tell me about that. I don't I haven't seen that. Or if I did, I I don't remember. I looked at the cast and everything and I just don't remember that movie. Other than that, it's just been wrestling and some comics, and that's about it. I watched a lot of wrestling and comics. I mean, not comics. I didn't watch comics. I watched a lot of wrestling. 
read comics. Um, and then, God, my daughter was watching Gossip Girl. I'd come into the living room, pick up the baby, and walk out. And I'm like, no. Where are you going? I go, I've never Not seen that. Yeah, I don't. Seen... It's, it sounds like an episode of Ricky Lake or something. I don't know. Oh, it's a soap opera. It's a nighttime soap opera, basically. Uh, okay, so it's not a talk show. No, it's not a talk show. It's oh, one okay. of those dramas. I mean, she loves it, but I'm like, she goes, what's wrong with it? I go, I don't have enough time to explain to you what's wrong with it. <laughs> and do not ruin my granddaughter with this show. <laughs> At least she isn't watching Jersey Shore. No, but I let her watch wrestling this morning. So I was up watching her this morning, and I had New Japan on. And she stopped what she was doing, and she watched like a good minute and a half of... um the first match she was into it wait what match did you see what was the first match was it it was show and who did show fight sonata right wasn't it show and sonata was that the first match but that's what she was watching oh you're talking from the july 1st taping okay yeah from yeah, the july yeah. 1st okay taping. i was yeah, just sorry. making sure like which one you were talking about no 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 it wasn't from the new I, i'm watching it in english so i wait but um, okay i watched this morning she was fascinated so i'm like yeah there you go Maybe Mom's she was really hate me now. She was in the Sonata. I mean, who is it? It's a stud, I guess. I don't know. Where's the mask, though? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's maybe that's what she's uh, happy about seeing. Seeing you're in Arizona, I'm sure not many people wear masks down there. No, not enough people wear masks. See what you I think, did there? Man. I did see what you did. You think with all those cool luchador masks from Mass Republic that everybody out here be wearing a mask. Those masks are so sweet. Man, did that blow up or did that blow up? Yeah, I remember when they first brought that up. Now it's like you're seeing celebrities and everybody putting those masks on. Yeah. I'm thinking for about them. getting some. I've looked at a couple of them, that, like the panda one. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them, the vinyl ones, are scary to me because they're $30 plus. But it the Taurus one? Yeah. Is it, that a vinyl? It, it's, it's, it's not the price that scares me. It's putting a piece of plastic. Now, is that on the inside? Because I don't want that on my face. <laughs> it's got to be on the outside. They wouldn't be selling something that's uncomfortable like that because it wouldn't sell. Yeah. So it's got to be on the outside. I, I've been looking at them and stuff. I'm definitely not getting the Disco Inferno one. Um, <laughs> no. But other than that, you know, I'm, I, I'm thinking about placing order. I'm pretty sure that my head, Joe's head, and um, the old lady's head can fit in there because we got some big dome pieces. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I would think I have some masks already that I had bought before that. That's why I haven't bought one. But yeah. I, I think I got to get on this before they're gone. Yeah, you know? I have a few Michigan ones. Nice. Got to represent. I'm sure those Buckeyes don't wear them. Oh. But um, are you ready to get into some yeah. books this week? Let's get into some books. Let's, is there any books we have about masks? <laughs> um, no, I think you did that one a few months back, Mask. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a good Jim book, Carrey. too. But, um, I'll start us off, okay? Right. I read a book this week called That Texas Blood by Chris Condon and mm-hmm. Jacob Phillips. And let me tell you, this book, it starts with like a casserole dish, dish that um, mm-hmm. Sheriff uh, Joe Bob, uh, his wife, loaned out to a, a neighbor because they're from a small town in Texas. Um, and, you know, he he's getting older by the day and um you know yeah. he's he's kind of like the andy griffin i would say of the town um and the reason why i say it is because there's a scene in this book where um 
there's a snake and they call him up to the house or they had a call because it's it's slow things happen in this small town <laughs> and there's a like a rattler snake or something in there and um he chooses to kill the snake with the shovel instead of using his gun so it shows what type like of like a good he is. cowboy yeah, yeah. It shows what kind of, kind of guy he is. I mean, he's not he's not the shoot first kind of cop, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, and you know, the what I will say about this book is, if you're a fan of like Ed Brubaker and uh, Sean Phillips' uh, books, like Criminal and things like this, this is very much like a criminal book, except it's more of a I would say a western noir. Mm -hmm. It's same art style, everything that Brubaker and Phillips does together. But they, you know, and it seems like the uh, Chris Condon and Jake, Jacob Phillips was, uh, you know, they have a lot of respect and they were influenced by these two. Uh, so I really enjoy it. I think it was perfectly uh, paced. Um, but one thing that I will do want to say in the back of this book, there is a code where you take a picture of it and it will link you to a Spotify page and it will play songs. So it has its really? own playlist. So I started like, I reread it to the playlist and the playlist had like, um, it had a Rolling Stones song. That's kind of like a little bit of a, you know, a little Western. It had some Jimi Hendrix. It had some other things like Hank Williams uh, Jr. I think, or maybe it was senior. One of them was on there, but it has like eight to 12 tracks on it. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a great idea, and I'm looking forward to the next book because I hope that they continue to do this because I really think that, you know, we do a show about wrestling and comics, but also music and comics kind of intertwines as well. So yeah. that that made me really excited when I found that. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know what book I read a few years back, and it was a trade. They had a, a, a playlist for each comic or each oh. trade and i wish i could remember oh it was it probably was. a royal city by jeff lemire yes it was royal city by jeff lemire yeah yeah that's right he had a playlist very cool yeah i read this book it was fun god getting old sucks though they really <laughs> hammer they hammer that whole home in this book yeah <laughs> well yeah especially like he had that like he was sneaking um beef jerky <laughs> because you know you're getting old you can't have that too much salt blood yep. pressure things like that and, uh, he's looking at dried fruit and yeah. beef jerky yeah and he's like just sneaking in and his wife comes over on the speaker and says you better not be getting no beef jerky <laughs> <laughs> that's so messed up yeah it's it's a change of pace especially like we read a lot of horror books and indie comics so for me but this has like, some horror or is he just having a bad dream I think the one part was a bad dream where the fire and stuff, because what that was his brother talking to him, right? Because yeah, he but doesn't guy... he say it had something to do with satanic rituals at that murder, like in those little newspaper uh, clips at the yeah. front of it? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ruling out horror yet on this. No, but I think it's still going to be like a noir story as well. All right, all right. I'll go with that. I'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well... I read a lot of Upshot, but I didn't read all the Upshot I wanted to read, but I did read um, The Resistance by um, John Michael Straczynski and Michael Deonato Jr. does the art and Lee Lornridge, I believe, does the coloring. 
I really liked it. And I haven't read anything by him since Rising Stars, to be honest. It's been a long time. And Rising Stars was my jam when I was younger. I really dug that comic. And this is kind of the same kind of stuff. And when I read the back and I realized that they came to him and said, create a universe for this new project of ours called um, AWA Upshot. What is it? Artist Writers Association or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they came to him and they said, build a world for all our writers to work in. And I was like, oh, so they're loosely connected. So then it, it even sparked more. Like I had to go buy the upshots that I hadn't bought yet. So today, or not, I got the last ones in. So I ordered all of them. And now I'm going to start reading them all. I'm going to give a synopsis of all of them eventually. But Resistance is really cool because talk about, I don't know what's up in the universe that creative people catch this stuff, but there's a horrible virus that is taking out the world. Huh. And yeah, it, it's worse than COVID. I mean, to the point that China makes a choice. Like it's like, okay, well, if we drop bombs in area A, if we do it today and we're lucky, hopefully area B won't get infected. And if area B doesn't get infected, the major part of China should be fine. And then the, the leader of China says, that's not acceptable blow up a and b so they just they nuke a and b and this general literally calls his wife and says i love you and i'm sorry and then there's a you know the, the panel there they just blew it up just to stop the spread of the virus Damn, and it didn't work missed. it didn't work so oh. the virus is just going it's just tearing through every country every person Must literally g is it by g yeah pretty much <laughs> it takes you out and like that bam <laughs> And <laughs> dork, and so, <laughs> but it's really cool. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, the virus stops. It just stopped, and it just went dormant. So all these, there's still people laugh, yay celebration. All the good things the world did at first, you know, because they came together, they trusted each other. Now they're going back to their same old ways, and so our government is kind of going crappy. But a you result of say. the virus, yeah, you don't say. <laughs> and 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 the president resembles a current president the way he behaves. And but the thing is, this what happened to people because it changed people's genetic code. This virus, that's how it killed people. The people that survived, some of them got powers. So this is their like X Men kind of thing. So we have people in the oh, world. So imagine cool. a world the way he describes it. So people got powers all of a sudden, just randomly, but not just good people. Bad people, thieves, greedy people, rich people, poor people, people of color, racists. Everybody got powers. So what are they going to do with these powers is basically what this book is about. And it's just four comics. But I guess it sets up the world that all the rest of the comics live in. So all the rest of the comics live in this world that's post-pandemic. So pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty deep. It's yeah. Uh, just think. I mean all this stuff happened because you said it, this person was a leader like he was chasing maybe um numbers that like uh oh, oh but to be fair he wasn't the leader when the pandemic hit the pandemic led to him being elected oh so he was like he, he took advantage whole... of the situation he came in and he was very anti-europe anti-china because he tried to claim that's where Wait, the virus that came from <laughs> yeah you, you it's it's eerie and he claimed that this is where the virus came from so we have to shut our borders and take care of our country wow. yeah it is crazy but 
And there's this scene where the, his like secretary of state is resigning or something. He goes, I can't be party to what you're doing because so, you're, you're what you're doing. And he goes, that's OK. He goes, I'm just going to tear you up on nightly news. But the guy walks out and all of a sudden a van rolls up and they take the secretary of state like armed commandos take him somewhere. God knows where like he disappears. So some, basically that, like, the administration is very fascist. Oh, so. So, like that's some Epstein stuff. huh? Yeah. So there's all oh. kinds of crazy. It's. I'm telling you, you're going to read it and feel like, am I watching okay. CNN right now? Or is what he, the hell? Is he like, <laughs> so this guy that's in charge, is he more worried about like his um, numbers, uh, you know, for the economy opposed to like the people that are uh, being affected? He's worried about making sure he stays in power. So, yeah, I would say, yeah. Oh, so he'll try to push blame on everyone else to make himself look good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Then I'm all in because it seems very freaking real. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not into like politics and real world issues, this may not be the one for you because it is, you know, you have this mutant story, I guess. I'm, I'm just calling them X-Men because I don't know what else to call them. But it's wrapped in this world. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the next one, like Red Border is the other one I read. And I'll talk yeah. about that after you talk about a comic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, seeing that you're talking about um, some crazy stuff, uh, the book that I read, Dead Body Road, Bad Blood, Chapter One, um, writer Justin Jordan, uh, artist, I think it's Benjamin Tisma. Is that how you say his last name? I think um, so. And then I hope I said that right. Uh, Matt Lopes. As the colorist and uh, Pat Brousseau as the letter. Um, this book right here, I never read the previous arc, but I kind of want to because I get a feeling that um, the character that we meet in here, um, her name's Bree Hale, and she's uh, she let she leaves a lot of things behind. Um, you know, she she lived a time of uh, in crime, and I think she had ties to military stuff, and. Uh, but one thing she can't leave behind is her family <laughs> and her brother is in a lot of trouble. Um, I would say like, like a, like a crime boss or a mafia guy. Um, he basically puts a hit on her brother and they're looking out for her. Uh, looking, Small town Dixie mafia. Yeah. It's kind of to <laughs> me. And I told you when I read this, I was like, dude, this book is like roadhouse meets walking tall. <laughs> yeah and you're like i don't know man i'm not sure if i you know <laughs> that's gonna sell me on it but to me i mean i'm telling you this was so fast-paced book and the art's mm -hmm. tremendous it's really well done um the way that it puts you into the city i felt like i was in roadhouse um but the main character is a female uh you know it's not patrick swayze but this book no, is it it it, it it's so action packed and it feels like remember Spike TV? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is like they say movies for guys who like movies. Yeah. This, this is a book for guys who like well, not just guys. I'm not gonna just say that. I'm not gonna single that out, but people that like action and yeah. adventure and um a revenge story, then this is the book for you because this chick Bree she does some Jason Statham expendable stuff in it to this guy. And I'm in for all this. This is something I'm really into. Um, I'm a big crime guy. So when you put in like a like mob style stuff in it, then uh, you got me even further into it. And um, 
this is the second book by Justin Jordan that I really enjoy, and it's his indie stuff. I didn't so much like his DC stuff, but his book Reaver and this book, I'm all in on. Yeah, it was a good book. I read it. Um, I enjoyed, you know, the character, like you said. And it, it doesn't mess around. It doesn't try to make you understand who they were before. It just kind of explains it quickly, gets rolling. Next thing you know, shit's blowing up, people getting killed. You know, <laughs> it's, it's right into it. Yeah. So, yeah, I liked it a lot. It's a cool book. Yeah, like she literally just from behind her bar, she leaves and she has a double barrel shotgun and she's walking into a place kicking in doors. And I'm like, oh, this is like if The Rock was in this position, this is I could totally see like uh, Dwayne Johnson doing this shit, you know. Uh huh. That's why I felt like it was like walking tall a little bit. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's another like uh, I'd say like a crime noir book. It's rated uh, R. Yeah, it's a good book. I I liked it. The art is really good. It um it it really like brings out like his right. It helps like bring out Justin Jordan's writing style. It's 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 an excellent read. Well, as I was saying, I'm, Red Border was the next um upshot book I was going to talk about and talk about rated R. You know, page three or four, you've got you know sex scenes and. With the cartel, right? Yeah, and there's cussing, and there's cussing in multiple languages. And Okay, this is by Jason Starr, written. Will Conrad is the artist. Ivan Nunez is the colorist. Sal um, Cipriano is the letterist. And Tim Broadstreet did the cover. This book starts off in Mexico. And so you have a group of young uh, Mexican-Americans. I'm going to assume, or if they're Mexicans, they're Mexicans that have maybe been educated in the United States. So they speak both, both English and Spanish and they're sitting around they're, you know, having a good time at the table, kind of millennial age. And they're talking about one of the girls was so brave. She went to the cops because she witnessed a murder and they're all very like, they're going to change Mexico that, you know, it's all about, you know, we're going to, we're going to stand up for our country. And the next thing you know, the door gets kicked down and the cartel basically kills almost all of them but that one girl and her boyfriend so they have to make a run for the states so they're making a run for el paso so they can get across the border before the cartel kills them and in the process and i read both one and two so i'm kind of jumping between the two of them in the process they're working their way across the border they run into another kid that's trying to cross the border he helps them the cartel catches them as they're getting close to the border and then out of nowhere, the cartel guys get blown away by a sniper. And this cowboy rolls up that is creepy as is AF. He's AF. <laughs> and it goes into a very horror story. So they're in the U.S. now staying in this house, which the best way I can describe is they're in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, without a doubt. And this thing made my skin crawl. Especially in episode two, when the grandma wants to touch the girl's face, like, oh, that brown skin must be so tough. Can I touch your face? And she's all touching her face and rubbing her face and just some weird, creepy things. And then the one dude, they're eating those weird chimichangas, which I bet you are made out of people, I'm going to guess. That's why they don't taste very good. Um, yeah, this is a scary book. It made my skin crawl. Did you read Red Border? I read the, I had the first issue where it took place in Juarez and El Paso, and he picks him up in the truck. Mm -hmm. um, but, it, yeah, it was very, you know, when it gets he creepier. came into the, 
to the story of like where's this going because you know i originally thought it was going to be about you know cartels and stuff and mm-hmm. coyotes because that's what they made it look out to seem like but then when they introduced um he he this guy reminded me if you ever read deadly class like fuckface oh uh, yeah <laughs> like he was like that or you know now when you're like mentioning stuff i can see where he could be a little um what is that movie where the guy's like squeal like a pig boy uh yeah deliverance no. yeah deliverance uh, yeah. like it's a little deliverance style. Uh-huh. yeah <laughs> it, and it gets worse i don't want to tell you. i didn't realize you hadn't read too because there's some moments like that guy has a rant about old school texas and about those damn Mexicans. Oh boy! And oh yeah, <laughs> there's some, there's some creepy stuff in this man. And I, I'm a, and and where it falls, I think, in the universe as we go back to universes, you know, we have a administration in the U.S. that is anti-immigration. Mm-hmm. So, the border patrol is kind of on the hunt for people in a very, you know, aggressive way. So that 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 it's a very, but again, these are loose tie-ins to the universe. You don't like. There's not going to be mutant people in this one. They're not doing that, but there's. Well, up they to could something. be mutant if they keep like having sex with their brothers and sisters. Um. <laughs> they might have done that to get that the one guy. The one guy's kind of. You know, he's a little squirrely. <laughs> yeah, he's talking to them about if they speak Mexican and all kinds of stuff. It's he it's says, crazy. "Do you speak Mexican?" Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> but not from. I wouldn't think that from El Paso area though. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, they're not in El Paso because they don't make it to El Paso. They go with this guy and they're in some little town, you know, some little border Texas town. Mm. It just has, And they're not even in the town. They're in these guys' ranch. It's out in the middle of nowhere. So that's, I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff. I'm telling you. Yeah. Mm. But wait, though. So the, the, the Hicks make chimichangas? Yes, the grandma makes some chimichangas or the mom or whatever because she wants to make them feel at home. So is Deadpool going to be there? No, because Deadpool (laughs) wouldn't eat these chimichangas. They're probably made out of Deadpool. And they're so disgusting that people can't, they they can hardly like swallow them. And I'm telling you, I just have a feeling because we don't know what happened to the bodies of those cartel people that were killed. That kind of gets brought up later. Like, well, no, the Border Patrol didn't find any of that. So you wonder what happened to those bodies. So I'm, my, my theory is they became the chimichangas. Um, mm. Yeah. Cartel yeah. chimichangas. Mm. All right. Well, um, uh, extra hot sauce. Fire sauce, please. <laughs> uh, a, a book that I read this week, the, the final book for me, is A Wicked Things issue number two. Um, writer John Allison. Art by Max Saren, uh, uh, colors by Whitney Coger, and letters by Jim Campbell. And if you remember, the first issue, we made like a um, 18-year-old Lottie Grote. Uh, she's kind of like a Nancy Drew type character. Uh, she figures out a lot of um, mysteries and stuff. Well, um, she goes to this, uh, I think like award ceremony, I think it was, uh, where they all meet up and stuff. And an attack happens at the Savoya Hotel, and a legendary um, detective, his name was uh, Miyamoto, uh, somebody tried to murder him, and uh, Lottie is the number one suspect of this murder, and they're investigating and stuff, but there happens to be a deal kind of made 
in Scotland Yard where um, they're having Lottie work with them now to find mm-hmm. who set her up because they believe that it's not her and stuff. And I, I just really enjoyed this book. Um, like I mentioned, it's a lot like uh, it's kind of the English version of Nancy Drew right now. Hmm. Um, and I, I'm into it. Plus, I like the art. The but art Nancy Drew's really. canceled. What's that? Nancy Drew's canceled? Yeah, cancel culture canceled Nancy Drew. No, they canceled the writer of because they thought they took it out of context and thought that they killed her. But she's not dead, right? Isn't that what happened? No, she's not dead. All right. Yeah, that's what happens when you read the headlines and not the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people in this country that don't read. I'm just going to leave that alone. But, um, you know, Fine. I enjoyed like, the art. The art is great. It's like a little cartoonish and stuff. And it's a lot like um, I've heard that I need to check out um, – like giant days because this mm-hmm. takes place in that universe so to speak and stuff and i'm gonna have to i know that they have like a bunch of stuff on comiXology that's uh you know free if you pay for the subscription and stuff and i want to check it out it's it's a good book i enjoyed it and um i guess all my books this week have to do with some sort of noir stuff and uh, mm. it's just the mood i was in this week but i definitely good. say check it out that's a uh, oh and also that's a boom book boom well that's all we have this week because i only read that i mean i did read a couple others but nothing really jumped out and so i'm not gonna force it i'm gonna leave it at that you you should never force anything never force anything but you know what we do have to force we have to force that jobber to come down to the ring so we can get on to the next part of the show it's time it's time your career is over you're a jobber This is the worst town I've ever been. We're here to get our justice. It doesn't sound like uh, Tamatunga has got super kicked by puberty yet. Elijo Del Nerdo, aka Joey Bagadona. So, how is Yuki Saki Takiyaki Makiyaki Makio? What? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you're reading manga. Yeah, it's reading One Piece. It's one good. Piece. One Piece. One Piece of chicken? One what? One Piece of what? <laughs> one Piece swimsuit. <laughs> one Piece of pizza? One Reese's Pieces? <laughs> Give us a synopsis. <laughs> what is it about? It's about them pirate things. You you tried watching it. Don't try it. to put it off on me. <laughs> you tried watching it. You had the yeah. books. You just weren't yeah, reading nerd. You call us nerds. Yeah, yeah they're reading manga. People don't read, but you had those books. You weren't reading them. Because you got to read backwards. We're too old for that. I'm too old for that. I'm not going to yeah. be read, but man, I got to read the comic backwards, right? Yeah. Don't you read from right to left versus. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. Yeah. That's hard. They don't even color <laughs> their pictures. Okay. Yeah. Someone okay. doesn't get a job. Do you color them yourself? No. You're thinking Who's about got that, time for that? <laughs> That's all you have is time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Who's got time for that? I'm so busy. <laughs> oh, pretentious ass. Oh my lord. Well, come on. Are you this, to this is your show, man. We started. What? Well, yeah. of course we started. <laughs> what the heck? Where were we going? <laughs> oh.
Okay. <laughs> we started. Are you ready to get in the bakery? I didn't know they were yeah. listening to me. No, we're trying to, we're trying to, you know, you complain that you don't get to warm up, that you have to come in cold and have to deliver. We're trying to like easy in. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do we just like get into this? It's your show. It's my show? Well, then <laughs> um, I think we're going to take five weeks off and... <laughs> Five weeks off. And you're fired. And <laughs> Who's fired? We're replacing him. <laughs> so you're you're replacing me and you're firing him. Yeah. No, wait. He doesn't need a replacement. He's just empty. So stuff. he's just fired. You're not replacing the position no. at all. No. So, so you're <laughs> going to edit everything? And post and, everything? No. This wasn't a well-thought-out plan, was it? No. And why are you firing him and then taking five weeks off? Because I don't don't have time for this. This is what happens when you put a child in charge of things. We tried. Everybody, listeners, they they said more Joey Donuts. More Joey Donuts. Joey Donuts sells. And and we tried. They said that. No, they didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Your head's big enough. (laughs) All right, right, give us your donuts this week. All right, well. Let's step into the bakery. Step into the bakery. (laughs) And we've got the double chocolate donut with any clubs you know of that's ready to. Oh, sorry. Cut that out. Are there any clubs you know of that's ready to make an impact? (laughs) <laughs> see what he did there <laughs> get it the, the club the, the impact the club impact <laughs> okay yeah, so uh, culture club what club are you talking right. about <laughs> talking about the machine gun Carl Anderson and uh, what's his what's his what is he called big LG big LG big yeah. Luke Gallows yeah. coming to AEW no impact <laughs> I know impact. <laughs> <laughs> why are you looking at me when he said that? You look at me like he knew. he's losing. This is it. why he's getting replaced. <laughs> he's getting <Yeah>. old. <laughs> so, well, tell us about it. What do you think? You think he's well, going? They're going to Impact. I saw it. The little vignette. Yeah, and the the um guy, the weird the weird looking dude that comes out to the ring and. I think he's like the general manager or something. He was like, he said something about, like he was on the phone and he was like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, something about Goodfellas. And then like, I mean, Goodfellas, that's what. Good is brothers. It? Good brothers. Yeah, good brothers, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, old Pete, what have you been doing all day? <laughs> um, and yeah, so isn't that what they were called? Like in W. Yeah, the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers, so yeah. Good brother. Yeah, so they're coming in. So they're coming? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Or they make know. an impact? Yeah, I see, guess. see what I did there? Yeah. So will they interrupt or show up at the end of the take? Because doesn't the North and um the Rascals... No, the North and the Rascals don't fight. Who does the North fight at Slammiversary? Ken Shamrock. Oh, that's right. Shamrock and... No, no, no. Is it Shamrock and Callahan? I think it's just Shamrock. Wait, no, it might be Callahan. Yeah, I think it's Callahan and Shamrock. Okay. Versus... So they'll they'll show up for that match more yeah. than likely. Makes sense. Yeah, and I heard something about them when they're when they're safe that that they're gonna do Japan as well. 
I wonder if they'll do those Japan LA shows because that debuts tonight. Oh, debuts tonight. Those on the the New Japan World. Yeah. Um, there's a show that they taped from LA. It's called something else now. It's Conundrum or something like that. LA Conundrum or some. And so it's going to be a New Japan show out of LA. Is so I wonder if they'll English? do that. That'd be they, interesting. They might be. They might be able to do that. I think it's a way to start using talent here. But I think that it would be... And it'll give that a boost. They would get a bigger pop if they went to actual Japan. They're not going to get a pop anywhere because there's no people. Well, yeah. But they bring in people back for the finals of the cup. That's true. That's true. But I don't think anyone can travel. I don't know what the travel rules yet are. I mean, if they go the same way that... You brought Pentagon. They could put them on a boat instead. But you can't. You can't cross the border <laughs> to Japan from here, Joe. <laughs> what kind of? A, <laughs> I'm a Plus, it, it also depends what state you're coming from. There's quarantines. Like I was hearing something about even New York might put a quarantine in place. So like they did. You wrestlers who you fly out of Florida. New York have to then quarantine for 14 days when they get back, right? No, it's if you come from Florida to New York, you have to wait 14 days. Oh, okay. Um, a bunch of the states up here have done that to, um, you know, you, your states down there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So I don't know. I don't know where they live, both of them. So, and then they have to, I don't know if we're allowed to travel out to Japan. I don't know if Japan allows us in. I don't know if the U.S. then lets people from Japan back in. I mean, who knows? Yeah. There could be all kinds. Because they're not the only ones. There hasn't been anybody there. You know, you haven't I'm pretty. Seen... I'm pretty sure because they're so strict on their own talent that's in Japan that they don't want any of the issues from the United States in their <laughs> yeah. country right now. That makes sense. But they're not even letting Great Britain wrestlers in. They're not, no. you know, it's, it's all shut down. Because New Japan has a lot of wrestlers from Great Britain, so... So I think that they could possibly go to um, California and make mm-hmm. an appearance. And I believe Kenta is in Florida. That's he why he's not there. So, so maybe yes. um, those, those guys from Florida can make an appearance together. Are the Gorillas Destiny in Hawaii or are they in Florida? They're somewhere in the States too. I don't know. So but they're, if they're, they're in Hawaii, are they able to come over to that's a state, Joe. Yeah, I know, but like, are they able to come over? You know, I don't know the answer to that. I would assume yes, but I don't know. Uh, I, I honestly don't know the answer if there's a special rule for Hawaii. Uh, All right. Yeah, so that's crazy. It is pretty crazy that it's worked out that way. Yeah. Well, move on. But to it's the good move. Jelly, the powdered jelly donut. Um, Andrew, my dad tells me Twitter is a place where people air their dirty laundry. <laughs> so. Which, um, which, <laughs> That's the PG version of what they do. Which makes me think, who's got the best clothesline of all time? What, wrestlers? Yeah. Like, 
actual clothes or no, or like their t-shirts like the or, or what are their ring their like, ring gear I, no, i'm like confused. a clothesline like a like a, a lariat a clothesline. oh he thinks like hey, no <laughs> i think i thought you're saying clothes because no, you said dirty laundry, so I was thinking yeah, of clothes. Yeah, see, clothesline, you hang your dirty laundry on the clothes. <laughs> yeah, line. okay, I get it now, but no. I thought you were talking about clothes. <laughs> I'm like, too witty I don't know. <laughs> I guess one of the women, did like the Bellas make clothes? I was trying to think of something. <laughs> Some kind of no, stuff like... Andrew, you cannot say the women put clothes on a line. <laughs> oh, the Bellas make clothes. They have their own clothesline. Clothing line. Oh. oh, who has the best clothesline? Um... Can I say Hogan? Will that make you mad? It's of all time. Oh, but you don't like Hogan, so that's why I like saying it. Um, yeah, this... I guess. Uh, I guess Paige. Paige. I like it. I like um Adam Page's clothesline. Oh, Adam Page's clothesline. Mm-hmm. The one where he flips over. I was talking about Paige, like the Paige, like yeah. No, no, no. Where um she flips over the ropes and he does his oh, clothesline. Mm-hmm. What about you? What about you? I would take a a sort of like modification of the clothesline and say that uh, the Russian sickle by Nikita Koloff. Okay. That's pretty sweet I because say... I would I used to do that to all my friends in elementary <laughs> school and they their throats hurt after. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's yours? Realize. Um, if you've seen the the Tomohiro Ishii's clothesline, those things look like they hurt. But yeah, Ishii hits hard. Yeah, Ishii but like hits a very like hard. what is it called? Um, honorable mention JBL clothesline. You know JBL no, clothesline. Oh, I don't like him though. I don't like JBL, but I heard that his clotheslines are. That was the one hard. time I did like Russo watching that documentary about Russo saying how he put that whole thing together just to get JBL knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> He said, all I know is he's about to get shit kicked out of him. <laughs> and I don't like Russo, but that was a that was a happy moment. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. We got the glazed donut. Everyone likes a deal. So how about these free pay-per-view level shows? Everybody likes a deal. You sound like on the million dollar man right there. Everybody has a price. <laughs> How does he laugh? He like, <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> Everybody has a price. So let's see. I think they should just call them shows because they were not. If I had paid for any of those, I'd have been a pretty disappointed kid. Even the AEW one was not. Because well, it wasn't like pay-per-view lengths. It wasn't pay-per-view pay-per-view level. Level. Shows, but it wasn't pay-per-view level. I, I just don't think that the there was a lot of like hype. I don't think they were big matchups. The only big matchup is really Cage and Moxley, and it got canceled. It's moved to the week after, right? I no guess. No, I guess that's a free um, pay-per-view too. That's a free yeah. That's a different pay-per-view. I guess you could say that the um, what's it called the uh, Adam Cole, um. Keith Lee is definitely a pay-per-view level match. I'll give that. And the Sasha. I guess the Sasha EO is pay-per-view level. But the, none of the AEW ones jumped out at me as a pay-per-view level match. You don't think so. Best Friends versus Kenny Omega and Aaron Page? Not a headliner. 
It was a decent match for the middle of the card, but it's not a headliner, in my opinion. If that was the headline match and you said I'd spend $50 for that to be my main match, I don't think I'd spend $50. Honest, I mean, honestly, I don't think I would. It's not enough. 50 bones is a lot of money. I want to see some matchups. So, I don't know. And then, I like Penelope Ford. I think she's going to be good. That was a good match. But they was like they made a lot of mistakes, you know. She still has a lot to learn. And you know what? I'm not knocking her because six months ago she was just a valet, and she and now she's fighting the champion. The 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 hurricane rana off the top. Yeah, she's fighting the champion. You know, she she's really busted her ass, and and she's covering for a um a roster that's very depleted in the women's area. So. No, I gotta give her props for stepping up. She'd have made her look good. Mm-hmm. But they were there were some mistakes. And some of her things like that that thing where she somersaults, I don't know what it's called. My daughter would know because she's a cheerleader where she goes across the whole ring and then hits her. She just does it too slow. You know what I mean? So she has to sit there and wait for her and wait for her and wait for her until she like gets Like she couldn't have recovered by then? Yeah. There's just there's some moments. And I think it's just she just needs to get sharper and it'll come with experience. So I don't want to knock her because I think she's she's an incredible talent. Mm-hmm. And she proved some things with her promos that she has some mic skills and she has the look and yeah, the whole thing. Though. But she's not quite... Man, if like say this was all out and that was the championship match I had to pay for and all out. I, I would be a little disappointed. I, I want a little more. That's just what I'm saying. And Hager doesn't sell for me. He didn't sell when he fought Moxley. For he me. came down in his gonna... underwear. Yeah, and then the ending. What do you guys think of that stupid ending? I, I don't. What was the point of the whole getting him suspended? Is he like leaving to go train for MMA or something? Well, he got suspended. I don't yeah, he, he's yeah. They announced he's suspended for so many days for hitting the ref. And I think it's to. Um... Because he sucks, <laughs> so it's a way to like so the uh, you know just... keep him off TV or something. So I don't the inner know. circle yeah. is just Chris and LAX. Because didn't his wife slap? Oh yeah, she slapped him, and then she looked at the camera. She was like, "Oh, did I slap him too hard?" Yeah, I was like, like, "Oh, she's terrible." Like she threw like <laughs> when she threw the yeah. water at the press conference and that. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, keep her off TV." <laughs> But, you know, would you pay 50 bucks for Brian Pillman being in the audience? Yes. <laughs> no. Not 50 bucks. What do you have against I'd pay 50 terror? bucks to watch Brian Pillman fight Get somebody. To fight man. Darby Allen, I'd pay 50 bucks to see him do that. So, what does he call himself? The mullet god? You got something against the mullet god? Sitting in the crowd doesn't do me any good. <laughs> but uh, Okay, so let's go to AEW. What are your thoughts on the Sasha Eo? Did you watch it? Did you mean or am NXT? I the only one that watched it? NXT. Sasha Banks, yeah. NXT. Yeah, <laughs> what I uh, say. Uh, More time. It was it was good. Um, they put her on there to beat them to see mm-hmm. that matchup, those two together, because that's a that's a good matchup. It is. Yeah. Um, but it was the only good matchup, in my opinion, on their whole show, mm-hmm. because yeah. nothing. I was watching everything, and I'm like, this is not that good. Uh, yeah. I did enjoy the matches better on AEW, but that match mm-hmm. was probably the best of the whole night, probably for sure. For for both yeah. shows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was good. The, my only knock on that match is I don't like 
they brought the WWE goofy stuff with Bailey on the outside being goofy. Yeah, even though she's and I'm a like, heel, this is a like, she's a heel. Yeah, she's like, yeah. But this is a matchup. These are one of those matchups you wait for all your life. Wow, Io Sasha, those are two good wrestlers. That's one of those ones you just wish that WWE would just get out of the way, old style NXT, and let's let these two girls go. I watched and let's old see what happens. NXT. You know. I think yeah. I think the best part of that match was when um, Io she kicked uh, mm-hmm. Bailey and Bailey hit the um, that plexiglass like a bug hitting your window on the interstate. Oh yeah, uh, she sold that hardcore. <laughs> like, and then Sasha threw her into the plexiglass yeah. too. Throw you into the plexiglass. There was also a dive that Io was a perfect dive. She flew through the ropes, perfect. Like you were diving out and just. Totally cross body hit Sasha and took her down. Perfect. That's a move you want to cancel though, right? What the 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 suicide dive? You want not when it's done like that. When it's done like everybody else does it, yeah. (laughs) That was a badass move. Um, So is she the best wrestler in the world now? Uh Io Shirai, female wrestler. Sorry, female wrestler. What? Andrew, are you digging into the donuts already? Yeah, have you already seen some of the donuts? Oh, oh no, I haven't. <laughs> you peeking in quiet, my box, man. dude? <laughs> Stay out of my box, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had sugar for three days. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, All right. Next donut, we got the maple donut. Thanks okay. to COVID-19, crowds aren't allowed. Um, so whose promotion is doing the best without crowds. Hmm. Someone else go first on this one. I always go first. Okay. You never go first. What? You never go first. Bring the conversation. I like to finish things, but um <laughs> All right. So let's see. We have an impact. Okay. It's they That's do a good the job telling stories. Okay. Um, but there's there's no crowd there. There's no fake crowd either. No, it's it's just wrestlers and you're hearing the in-ring stuff. Um, I'm not into that so much. I I do like their storytelling in the ring, which is I good. like their it's commentators probably... too. The commentators they got um... on Impact. Is it Matt's? No, 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 no. Josh. It's... What's the it's, the, it's a husband and wife team. It's Madison Rain and, and Josh Matthews. That's his yeah, name. yeah, because they. They use one of the old WWE. Wait, she's married to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. so they have chemistry, and you can tell. Yeah. It doesn't seem forced. They're just kind of bantering okay. back and forth yeah. with each other. So um, I like that. They, that's okay. I do like the the Japanese stuff, but I don't ever pay attention to the crowds in Japan. Um, it's the same but the thing that you know because there is a language barrier i don't know what they're saying so i can't laugh when they say stuff so that's not it doesn't necessarily work for me um nxt it seems like they were a day late and a dollar short in the beginning um they they're like when my kids play video games they'd say that you're full on try hard uh-huh. That's that's oh, what they are, <laughs> because they they even like chant. You still got it. 
or you don't go yeah, here this to win Charlotte. Awesome. This is awesome when it's not awesome, <laughs> so it's <laughs> yeah. forced. But in AEW, what I enjoy and I will say that they do it the best is because they let their characters be themselves and become their characters in the crowd, which also gets you to enjoy it even more. And they had some chicks in bikinis this week that were, you know, Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleaders. And they do bring in, like, um, staff from the Jaguars, too. And they'll sit further back. And Um, they're allowed to chant AEW. Yeah, they can chant anything because they're actual fans. They're not getting paid to do that. So, and the other thing that's great about it is they actually test these people. So, they're clean. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I, I think they, they do it the best. I don't there, think we had there's, to speak here, Andrew. <laughs> there, there's no, no. no. I'm going to play devil's advocate and take kind of the opposite of some of them just to show, like, the different side. Um, okay. I think the one thing that hurts Impact is it's just too quiet. It's almost okay. too quiet. That would be my knock on Impact. New Japan, I feel like a promo, something in the middle. I know that's not their style, and I knew all, I know they do all their promos on the back end, like press conferences. But just match after match after match with nothing is kind of hard to take without a little bit of crowd pop. I know the Japanese don't go like U.S. bonkers, but they do cheer. You know what I mean? It's they do like, have like it's like a golf clap. Yeah, yeah. and they, they and they do get excited for big moments. Yeah, you know they what do, I mean. Occasionally, you'll hear the the women being like, "If you're good, like they like yeah. when it gets like go. real heated, like they I stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not like making fun of them. I don't know what they're saying. No, that's how they do it. It's 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 like that. That's what they you do. should they, see Stardom because Stardom doesn't have announcers, so that's all it is through the whole thing is someone screaming a name. Yeah, and then, and then they like like close pinfalls. You're like, whoa, or like uh, like yeah. or they or you can hear them laughing at like a Hiromu yeah. Toroyano match. Uh huh. So yeah. it hurts it a little. That's what I say. Then what do we got next? Um. NXT, I hate the plexiglass. That's the thing I hate the most. I don't know what genius thought that was a good idea. And then banging on it is annoying. <laughs> and you can't see their faces. Oh, it's like a, it's like an angry dad at a hockey game. Yeah. It's like his son is like terrible and he's like banging on it like he's about to score. Why do you keep looking at me? No, you don't do and that. Then... Like everybody else. <laughs> and then they make them wear the black performance center shirts. They can't even like wear their own clothes. Right, they you can't know what be I mean? to make it look like, you know, just like people just watching the match, you know. Yeah. And well, they did have it. people watching the matches, but I heard that didn't go well. Well, but they could let the talent be that way. AEW lets the talent, and I'm going to give you an example. One time that the it really did look good is the Edge versus Orton match that happened recently that they did. Those NXT guys really were popping for reels. You could tell they turned into fans for that stuff because there was a lot of near falls and everything. And, and, and it transitioned from the fake stuff you're seeing every week on NXT and Ron Smack to legitimate cheering. And that's the difference that I think that most of NXT is not, they're not really cheering. They're just doing their job. They're just Where doing the chance, I think AEW, they're having fun because I'm going to throw out something. I think they're drinking. <laughs> I think they really are drinking. So everybody's having a having a shot or a beer or a glass of wine backstage before they go out there. So everyone's feeling good on the NXT show. 
Just a thought. <laughs> so what's your next donut? Well, we got the sprinkle donut that it looks like Andrew already took a bite out of it. And is Io, it Io Shirai, is she the best women's wrestler in the world? That's what you get for hiding the donuts from me for all week. Um, I don't know. I kind of answered. Do you guys think she's the best wrestler? No. She's he not the best female so. wrestler? Okay, well, who's better? Tessa. Mm. He thinks you kind of missed out on that. He he thought you forgot about her. And no, the only reason why that. I say Tessa is because she's way younger and she can be groomed even more. And she actually beats dudes up. So that's okay. the, the reason. But I do think she's probably the second. You said third. Oh, yeah, I did say third because I even put Asuka ahead of her. I like Io better than Asuka. Mm-hmm. I think... I think Io does a better job um, with her persona in the ring. And then I just think Io can do anything. Io's, you know, high-flying, her Mac technique. She can do it all. She's conquered she's, everywhere she's gone. Right. I mean, she could go to AEW and be a star. She could go anywhere she needs to go and she could be a star. She will wrestle in WrestleMania if she doesn't go back home. If she stays till next WrestleMania, she'll wrestle at WrestleMania. But Io, like in a WWE... Or like somewhere where they don't know who she is. She's not, I mean, she might stand out to people who like the matches. But like somebody like Asuka, like that's a good matchup. Because Asuka's got so much character. And she's like like yelling at her and like making fun of her during the match. Even though you don't know yeah. what she's saying. Like unless you yeah. know like Japanese. It's still fun. <laughs> she's yeah. like, and she but... could definitely back it up. And she's. If they do push her hard enough in WWE, she will become a bigger star because she can speak English. Yeah. Um, I think this week, and not to get on a tangent, but when they were talking about Sheeta and not knowing yeah, that was a shot Japanese, that was a shot at Asuka not learning English because Sheeta has up yep. her English game and she's pretty decent at it. Yeah. And EO really hasn't, to be honest. And Kyrie hasn't. None of them have really. I don't know. That was the one time I disagreed with him because, oh, we don't want them doing that because I feel the same thing happens to Mexican wrestlers. Like Andrade, dude, um, Evil the Fantasma is going to one day just be sitting there with um, Selena Vega and you're going to wonder what happened to Andrade. Because (laughs) Vince is going to find out that he finally has a Mexican wrestler that can speak English. And boom, Andrade's gone. <laughs> that's, a, that's his new Rave Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. There's Eddie. So, um, but, um, what, what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm not in your head. Wait, this is still the. We're talking about Winter. We're talking about Oscar. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about EO. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, you guys have to agree, is she, like, the best wrestler in the world? I think she's the best. That's my opinion. I think she's better than Oscar. Um, but Oscar's in my top five for sure. I put Tessa in my top five. Wait, Oscar, you, just said, you just said top five. She's not top two, top three. Well, yeah, but I'm going to say five because I don't want to get in an argument in like who are the best of the five are because there's some really good female wrestlers. Who are the best um, of the five? I like Taya Valkyrie a lot. I think Taya Valkyrie can do lots of things. She's proven she can do lucha. She can do strong she can do america she could go into wwe and dominate mercedes martinez is legit um sasha banks is legit she's a um, legit boss yeah 
I'll send your dad that I guess <laughs> well, I see what you did there, legit boss, huh? Char- Charlotte did an interview and she says that Ric Flair calls Sasha Banks um, Ricky Steamboat, calls her Steamboat because she he sees Sasha the way that he saw Steamboat, how Steamboat made his career. That that Sasha is the best opponent his daughter's ever had, and and elevated Charlotte to that so level because his of their matches. The best, but she she's the best opponent that she has. She sells. She puts people over, man. I yeah. give Sasha that she puts people over. So. Do you think Becky Lynch is a top five wrestler? I think Becky Lynch isn't the greatest wrestler. She's very good on the mic. And she has a hell of a charisma and a personality. She's a star. But I don't know if I'd put her as one of my top five. I wouldn't even put her as my number one UK wrestler, to be honest. Well, yeah, Tony Storm's better. So is Kaylee Ray. She's not, she's not from the UK. Tony is not. Tony Storm. But oh, Kaylee from, Ray uh, is. She's from Australia. Australia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, Kaylee Ray, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Nikki she's Cross top 10. Good, dude. Top Are you 10? kidding me? And from just the UK, yeah. Oh, She's just good. the UK. Okay. Um, Paige. Paige. Would you put his Tessa as number one? Where would you put Tessa? Like her? Because well, we he and I had this discussion earlier, and I don't. I don't really consider the American wrestlers my favorite wrestlers. I'm gonna probably catch shit for that, but I just don't. I think a lot of their style is not the same. I think the Japanese wrestlers learn the American style, the Japanese style, and lucha. I think the Canadian wrestlers are the most gifted and the most fundamental. They learn the fundamentals the best. I think the UK wrestlers are tough as nails and don't put up a shit. Um, so those are my favorite wrestlers. So I wouldn't have Tessa maybe in my top because I don't see the American ones that way. I see like I, if you from Impact, I think Ty is better than Tessa. I, I think we did that on our end of the year show. I picked Ty over Tessa, didn't I? I think yeah. I did. I think so, yeah. Yeah, but For best I mean, but with that being said, she's not like the normal American wrestler. She No. She fights like a dude. <laughs> She'd well, be on my list. America, I just don't know where, but she wouldn't be wrestlers, one. The America doesn't really have their own style. They originally I think it was just armbar. Yeah, I mean, no, not armbar. Hammerlock, uh, chop, ah, big guys. But then, like those wrestlers. What are you doing? Like, cause they, cause he said that I he see, doesn't see the saying. American wrestlers as like his favorite. They picked big, tall, fitness models. Yeah, it's for a more, long time. It, it, it's more about like entertainment here than like like in Canada. Like my favorite wrestler, Bret the Hitman Hart. Mm-hmm. He he's a technical wrestler. That's so the that, Canadian that's British the stuff now. that doesn't get over here. That's why yeah. he didn't want Daniel Bryan to be in the position he is because he's a technical wrestler. But that's yeah. what he. It, we're watching wrestling. That's. Yeah, there's a bunch of us that think like me. That's like, man, I just want to watch like somebody um, mm-hmm. be all technical. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't enjoy Zack Saber's character, but all his moves, pretty freaking sweet. <laughs> yeah, you don't like the, um, the... Na- Natalia. Natalia will never be the star there because she can't put it all together from the the entertainment standpoint. No, she's but technical. everybody who becomes a star there has to go through Natalia. She's the they gatekeeper. Have to, she's yeah, she's Just the like gatekeeper for the women. Wait, mm-hmm. 
home the game because she's very technical she knows people i mean if she gives you the stamp of approval vince says yeah they say yeah this this girl has it were you so, just quoting ghostbusters <laughs> ghostbusters so I'm the gatekeeper <laughs> are you the yes. key master <laughs> you know i don't really have a favorite luchador female i mean i cheat they're they're not really luchadors because it'd be like cobra moon it'd be like thunder rosa or it'd be ivalice you know those would be my picks and they're not true true luchador you know luchadoras i don't know how you would say it rudas you know but i think you know i would have um thunder rosa in my list my top 10 for sure she's wrestled in japan Joe, <laughs> what did she say? Good. You can't say gordita. Hey, Taco Bell, it's gorditas. I know, but the Spanish <laughs> word means something totally different. You can't say that. Okay. Who is he calling a gordita? No, he I said, said I he had, had that... a gordita today. Yeah, Taco oh. Bell. Yeah, I don't know why you would say that. Because yeah. he, uh, he heard us talk about chimichangas earlier. Yeah, yeah. So he said gorditas, but it means another thing, and you can't say that. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. All right. Take us out of here. What? Or you no, have any more donuts? Boston cream donut. Oh, it. man. See? I'm out of got it. got Elite or the Four Horsemen Henchmen Nightmares. What is she talking about? Oh, and who's in, who's out? <laughs> I need translation, Fred. <laughs> Why did you have so many names here? Because what's the four stand for, Joe? What the four? The four FTRs? The four... No. The four nightmares? The Who four... The I don't know. What's the four? You can't use horsemen. Oh, the four... Oh, the four henchmen or the four... Why can't they just... Why they can't can... you just get to it? Quattro horsemen. So the question is, who are the four horsemen going to be? Or the new the four horsemen? Or who, I'm confused. Right? Who's, who said? Oh, he's saying elite or the four horsemen. Who's in, who's out. So what does that mean? Like, who's coming out of the elite? Who's, who's in the four? In, who's, who's, who's the four? Of the horsemen? Well, oh, that's your point. Okay. So I know that Cody is for sure going to be in it. And the FTR. Now the fourth member is he has like his little thing over there he said that he's got an idea for it but i would say this from this week i would say uh what's his name uh what's his adam name? page because he was like teaming with the revival against the young mm-hmm. bucks he's got mad because he poured a beer out kenny and them yeah well you don't have twitter and you don't know that sean spears tweeted a four. Oh, he told me yeah so that was so, but here's here's my theory. Yeah, he told okay. Me there's so. there's always been the original four, right? But after Ole Anderson left, that fourth spot would always change, constantly change. So I think there's a chance that Sean Spears could be in it eventually, and it could be someone else because I think that the the main base will be FTR and Cody Rhodes, but that okay. fourth member. Will always change whether it's Wyndham, Benoit, um, mm-hmm. Lex Luger, the, <laughs> Mongo. <laughs> yeah, over time that the fourth one would always change. Yeah. But there was also Sid. Yeah, because even Pillman was in it. 
Maybe Pillman no. joins him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's a good good answer because we hadn't thought of him because he wasn't on the roster. But you're right. They could have totally swerved us and it could be Pillman. Yeah. We don't know. Now, so I lean towards Paige. always change. Yeah. I lean towards Paige because that's my favorite. I There was someone who tweeted. They had a picture. They had like six different pictures to choose from. Which were your favorite horsemen? And I picked D. To me, my favorite is D. It's um, Tully, Arn, Flair, and um, Barry Windham. That's my favorite horseman. I, I think Ole Anderson was kind of a jerk. <laughs> I wasn't fond of we him. Up, and uh, we looked so, up every member. And like there was like fifteen different guys. Yeah, they didn't have all the pictures. It's Twitter. They had yeah. about six different versions of it. They had the better versions, though they did have the Mongo one. I don't know if that'd be considered one when, of the better versions. See, I remember the Luger, the you know, the Brainbusters, and mm-hmm. uh, and Flair. Rick. And that's the run I remember the most. But I do remember Oli and Barry. But the one that was most influential on me was probably the Luger because he he kind of went rogue. And then after them, then they were chasing Sting and Sting joined for a little bit or they had somebody else, you know. But he laughed at me when I said <laughs> Mongo McMichael was in it. He was like, he's not even that good. I was like, I don't care. He he put him over. Yeah, and he was a football player that could talk. Yes. Because right. he became an announcer for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And he was pretty entertaining, actually. Because I watched a lot of like Nitro, yeah. and he was always terrible. But he, yeah, like, oh yeah, as a wrestler, he was absolutely horrible. But he put eyes on them because because of him, they got what's his name, the guy. What was the wrestler from the Steelers? The blonde, or not the, the football player from the Steelers? Blonde hair, looks kind of like a Hogan. He joined WCW and had some matches with the Mongo. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, not Dan Spite. No, 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 no. He wasn't a wrestler. He just, he made those cameo oh, appearances like Rodman. The, um, yeah, he played for Carolina Panthers. He was the After the Steelers, end. yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name right now. But Mongo brought those guys in. So he brought that football thing, which got, you know, eyes on the product mm-hmm. back then. So, I mean, he had his point. But yeah, Wyndham to me was the, one of my favorites. Because when Wyndham decided that he wanted the belts himself and turned, or they turned on him, you legitimately wanted to root for Wyndham. Because Wyndham, you could see as somebody that could kick the shit out of Flair. And you did want him to win. So I always liked that tension of that. Dusty always tried to get him to leave, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, that's why I don't know if, if Cody's actually in it. Because True. that's a that's against what his dad would have done. But he's the nightmare, and he's the dream. You what if it's a that. total swerve, and he's not part of it? No, and maybe it is. You uh, said MJF, maybe. <laughs> what if it is MJF, because he's teasing to leave Orlo? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. War- <laughs> And he does do the little Ric Flair stuff. Oh, he and- was doing the walk, and like his att- like attire was like And him. he's got the ring. He came down in a robe this time. What if it's him? Could be. Would you completely 100% dismiss it, Tessa being one of the horsemen at this point? Yeah, do I, don't, think I don't think she's, I mean, right now, uh, 
I don't even see her going there. But if she did, uh, I think eventually she could join. I mean, because there's, it could be the fourth member. Whoever, who's the fourth member? Because I could see MJF being the mouthpiece or mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So you think that's their flair? It would be either MJF. It's or one of those Rhodes. two. Okay. Yeah. Those. It has to be one of those two. I, as I look at the because, roster, I don't see who else it could be. And I would think Tillman could evolve he, to be that person, but he's yeah, not that person he's, yet. Like he he can talk, but who? he Pil, he's talking about Pillman. Oh, but he, he could become he, that person, but he's not that person. He can yet. talk, but he's not like he wouldn't be the leader. Of no, the he horsemen. he couldn't be the rich guy. You have to have yeah. one dude that walks around like the rich dude, and that's either Cody or MJF. MJF is as arrogant as Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah. Is there anyone else out there that they could sign that could fill that role? Of the Wyndham? Or the, I mean, no, the of the Flair role. The Flair. Like, is there someone they could steal at this point from WWE? Oh, Even if they're not available for contract that you could see playing the Flair role? Well, it has to be like a, like a, he plays the rich guy. Or somebody good on the mic, but well, it has to be someone I was thinking if you mic. were saying just good on the mic, I, I don't could know. see like could, Owens, could, could an AJ a... Styles, could no. a um Brandy no. Orton, no. could a No, I think really the more that I think about it, like I think Cody's swerving us and MJF's the guy. Because this week he teased it's been teasing the Wardlow thing. He's got the mm-hmm. ring, he's got the robe, he's, got he's the doing walk. the walk. <laughs> Yeah, he talks like he's better than you, and you know it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, maybe we're getting swerved by Cody. We're all buying in, but he's yeah. he does have the nightmare family tattoo on his neck. So True. why would he take on something else? The 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 Pillman thing has got me all like shook. I, I didn't even dawn on me until you said that. Like totally threw all my theories like poof like. Like, yeah, wow. so like you could think that um, Spears eventually Hangman him. could join, but what uh-huh. if it's it's actually FTR Pillman and MJF? Wow, wasn't Pillman and MJF always against each other? Do you think that's league? enough star power though? Not for that because person. you have to you have to really establish it that they're belt guys, and to I me, think Cody's it, a belt. Yeah, guy. so Cody's definitely so a belt maybe guy it's first. Hangman. And not Pillman. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. And then you have, you know, then you have, like, the tag team. They, that's the best tag team. The best, no. you had the best mic worker probably in the whole mm-hmm. uh, wrestling what? for being Cody? 23, MJF. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cody's and then good Hangman, on the mic. Um, he keeps teasing to leave. And, you know, over a year ago, we were saying he wasn't ready to be he's ready he's there already yeah he's and, there now and he's the cowboy he definitely is there he's the cowboy, cowboy shit is there without a doubt yeah and he he people liked him getting into it with omega this year week over the beer that that was a popular thing i saw a lot of people and when he him. was standing with ftr i was like oh that that's definitely that would work yeah. for him to be in it that made me lean more towards him yeah, because then it would be like you have the rich guy, you have Wyndham, and you have Arn and Tully. Yep, you have the full thing. And that Spears gets left out again. So maybe Spears comes in at first, 
And it's just a big old swerve, and then they all beat him up and pay right. his joints. Right, I think that it could be he could be a transition guy, like he could be it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they because he does, up. he would pal around with the MJF a little bit, right? Yeah. So yeah, they if, palled around on the sidelines, betting money and all that stuff. Yeah. So if MJF is the mm-hmm. dude, then that would make sense for Spears. So, so they, I think we're getting swerved by Cody. Okay, <laughs> could be. And because you guys said that, um, who is it? Um, uh, what's his name? Jake Hager got suspended, right? Yeah. So Ian Guevara's gone. Jericho's going on tour or something, and all that's left is Santana Ortiz. So is this the replacement faction for now? For yeah, like against makes sense to me because you let it's time to let Santana and Ortiz get out there and show they're one of the best tag teams. I've enjoyed the comedy act, but it's time to remind everybody that they're one of the best and they can they can be mean and brutal and yeah. stuff. I'd I'd like to see that. I'd like to see them get back to you know what they were two years ago where they were feared. Right. You know. That'd be really cool. Especially now with so many things. I want to see them fight FTR. That'd be a great match. We still really haven't seen them fight the Lucha Bros yet. And I know it happened on the indies, but I want to see it in AEW. Right. I want to see them tear the house down. And then break the Lucha Bros up for a while. We need some singles wrestlers. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. That's all I got. Yeah, I think that's about it. It's time for Mans. It's time to turn the red light on. Knee pad up, knee pad down. Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. And there's Mans. Now old Mancer, gonna do two things. No, three things. I'm gonna hit the pie window. I'm gonna get my lock bears on that light here. And then, I'm gonna get me some gold. It's about time. Old Master gets some gold.